Well, I did very much enjoy the um, the Matt and Johnty quick finish on Derby oh. multiple catch thing. Have you seen that? Mm. So, like, get, if you get a chance, it's one of the last sets. Yeah. In the second half, it, it's Matt and Johnty versus three Derby players. Uh, Derby run up, throw throw one, Matt catches it, and then yeah. Johnty does like it, just throws back at them, but misses, and then takes another catch in the middle, then someone else just lamps straight at Matt, who catches again. Like, it happens in about five <laughs> seconds, it's just three, and it just ends it, and I'm like, like, oops. <laughs> just like, look, I fixed it. Yeah, and it's just like, well, a lot happening very quickly. See what I mean, mate? Yeah, I was trying to find it. It's just scenic background music from this recording. YouTube adverts have got ridiculous recently. There's so mm-hmm. many. And so long. Yeah. Mm. Oh, speaking of, do you reckon we're pod racing or do you reckon we're ahead of the curve? Pod racing. <laughs> we're always pod racing. It's just working. We're... It's working. <laughs> Somebody's editing this one. <laughs> oh, I've not seen that film in a very long time. Always worth a rewatch. They're nowhere, near, they're nowhere near as bad as people say they are. I feel like I went through they're a real, like, not. they're actually, I went through, didn't realise they were bad, like, got with the hype in a bad way, and then I, I have rewatched them since I've been at uni, I was like, yeah. The, the sequels are worse than the prequels. Comfortable. I don't think I've got around to rewatching the sequels. Oh. It's annoying because, just, it's annoying because I thought episode seven, when they introduced them all, was quite a nice, like, start of a trilogy like there's a lot mm. going on I've got these characters but you've left enough stuff in I want to see where it goes sure but it should it be this one two three <laughs> oh, I yeah I thought I've ever seen that live <laughs> yeah. was that the uh, Manchester, Manchester Bees Dr. Ball big oof I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, that was an oof size large moment, yeah. wasn't it? It was just a bit. I was messaging Alex Nelson like the next day. Just out of nowhere, I was like, literally made my week. She was like, what? I was like, Manchester Bees, Dr. Ball. Who knew that um, Rachel Parmenter, when she wrote oh, Dr. Yeah. Ball, were you there for that when You know, the Queen Vic in the Director Ma? One, oh, yeah. One year, they got everyone... You might... I recognise the name. <laughs> I was outside it. If, I remember being outside it. I have no evidence of you being outside Oh, no. It. Is that where he got kicked off the ride for yeah. his, his dress yeah. incident? Yeah, that oh, one. Okay, God. for his wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it malfunction if it wasn't there in the first place? <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> ah, John the Powerpuff Girl. <laughs> terrible, terrible things happened on that tour. Um... Yeah, no, Rachel wrote, was asked to write her society answer, and she wrote Dr. Ball because she oh. was wrecked. <laughs> Who knew it would come back in the year of our Lord, 2022? 20, yes. Mm. Still. Still. My brain just went 2020, and I was like, no, that feels wrong. <laughs> no, lots happened since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything big in the world happened since then, Sam? No, I don't feel weird. <laughs> Why just all woke up from a coma for about three years ago? Oh, yeah. fuck me. And they're like, what Where have I missed? Where did you start? Literally, literally everything. The world has ended, and then it didn't, and then it sort yeah. of carried on. Like, there's a great uh, Paddy Power sketch about the Man United fan waking up in a coma, something like ten years since Fergie left. <laughs> and it's like, so we we've, we've got all this right, and the guy's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Are there some leagues that we don't need to talk about this time? Four. Because men's league four we don't have to rather than there are four leagues we don't have to talk <laughs> about <laughs> interpret cool. how you will yeah cool so we don't need to talk about men's league four because they haven't met again yet 
Well, we talked about them last time. We talked about and we talked yeah, about the so, solo games next yeah, time as well. Yeah. Yes. Because so good luck to them and their tiny tiny dodgeball day. <laughs> I des- desperately need it to be Christmas. Mm. No, very short dodgeball day is what I was going for. Very tiny. <laughs> tiny tiny. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pens- trying to like rack my brains up when we talked about this. Yeah, no, I'm pretty... Yeah, no, no, we have talked about this. Well, they're like four sixteen-eights or something, 18-6s. That's a different league. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I'm here. Really. I mean, it's slightly closer to Christmas yeah, than the we'll... last one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, because... I remember saying, next... When we recorded last, we were looking forward to the next set of fixtures being Essex's words against Spartan's thirds. Mm. Oh, Anonymous Dingo is in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Look at it, you, Zoe. <laughs> is that a Google Drive name? Well, no, because unless... I think... <laughs> anonymous Dingo. There was, there was an Anonymous Nyan Cat once and once. Is that you? No. The really yeah, nice bit being us and the... Whatever they're called. Caption out. Sorry. Whatever they're called. Caption out. <laughs> what a power move that is. <laughs> the other one. The other one. You alpha podcast to you. <laughs> We're, we like we're, so we made a joke being like oh I wonder it's them in right. and I like clocked the night the nine cat thing but didn't say anything and then when Nick listened to the podcast back our one he just was like I have to tell you something and like sent me this voice clip that he'd sent to Cole being like there's a nyan cat in the and so we were all there with someone else who was nyan cat anonymous dingo has left so unless it's the quickest catching out podcast ever recorded nothing else. or nick has some photographic memory <laughs> <laughs> takes one look and then yep straight yeah. in <laughs> let's go uh, so yes men's three league men's four men's four league is has progressed not a lot since we last talked so so we shan't shan't talk no more three we league. look forward to hearing from essex's words yes three league did play last time um, their next set of fixtures is on the 29th of January. So they've got a nice, yeah, nice winter they, break. Indeed. So we're going to talk about them today or talk about them next time? Probably next. <laughs> well, we can recap We can recap this set of fixtures, shall we? And then in... Oh, we're very uh, bad at staying on topic, though. When has that ever stopped us before? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who I was talking to at league. They were like... I think it was Greg. He's like, you talk. He's like, I enjoyed it. You didn't talk about a lot of dodgeball, but I enjoyed it. And I was like, Greg, when do we ever? I'm about to say it tends to vary. It tends to vary with the tides about how much we stay on topic or whatever. But yes, um, Bovine's still top of the table in an un, in a I say an unsurprising turn of events. Um, be they they had a fairly easy day with. Um, Slayers and Panthers as their as their opposition, but um, yeah, put them both to the sword this time around. Yeah, it's a good day for Hartlepool. Looking at their two wins, twenty two six against Burton, and again they also had <laughs> Burton and Slayers, um, and then a fifteen nine mm. win from there. Two wins for them is is good, comparable in terms of like um, the comfortableness of the of the score lines, but. Um, between Mavericks and Bovines against those two against those two opponents. So yeah, strong showing from them. 
Saints again. I think the only other team with two wins. Um, close one against Canterbury. Eked out two And wins. even closer against Norwich. Yeah. But wins are wins, aren't they? Wins are win. Yeah. There's points a, on the table regardless. So. Important to... Particularly the, particularly the one against Norwich. Um, puts them... Keeps them... Um, within striking distance of Bovines. Um, Bovines with a two-points lead and a very healthy set difference over Saints. Saints um, also having a very good day. Go. I was I'm pretty to... sure that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I missed that. Right, carry on. You know the, you know the, <laughs> you know the um, Slowpoke meme? That's, it's... <laughs> it's like Slow Sky Sports News on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> the World Cup kicks off tomorrow. <laughs> In other news, football is a thing. But no, uh, Saints actually beating Canterbury is probably the big result of the day, uh, looking at the table, because that puts yeah, Saints two um, points above them. It, yeah. we, well, we said it before. Saints against both Canterbury and Norwich were was second against third and or well, second against third and fourth as it is in the table. So Saints winning both of those keeps them clear in second. Um, yeah, ahead of the chasing pack and within within touching distance of Bovine. It's still the top two that go up, isn't it? As far as we're aware at the moment. Yeah. Yes, unless they, so we haven't been told it's different, I suppose, is the position. Okay, well, we work off that till we hear otherwise. So that's that's big for Saints. Yeah, touching distance with Bovines is, is good, but just kind of cementing second in general now because that puts a lot of pressure on Canterbury and Norwich to win the return. Yeah, um, that is a... Um, I, I do actually realise you have mentioned this, but that's a huge result for Norwich in that they got a better scoreline against Saints than Crocs did. And then when you look at how many points Crocs put past Raptors two, well, like Hartlepool very much wanting to stay in that. Are they fourth or fifth at the minute? So yeah, Nor- fifth. well, yeah. I mean, the the Norwich's they soured a little bit by losing to Raptors two later in the day, mm. um, which I particularly after their um, performance against Saints. I didn't necessarily see coming early. Didn't necessarily see coming. Yeah, it doesn't seem to match up, really, does it? Whether whether it's one where either either a little bit of complacency or a bit of general mental fatigue after being involved in a game that close to then yeah. subsequently go into what you think should be a more um, open and shut case on paper. Never quite as easy as it seems in a in a league format as such as this. Um, but no, that. Um, coinciding with a good day for Hartlepool means that they are now right back in the medal hunt. Um, so Canterbury on eight points, only only two points ahead of both Norwich and Hartlepool, both on six. So the yeah the race for thirds um, yeah, it's really, hot, really hotting up. Yes, it's a bit... I mean, it's not topsy-turvy in it, but there's, there's, as you say, a lot of interest in that middle section. I think... Bovine's not quite there, so they're not untouch untouchable yet, but they're looking more and more dominant. I mean, going going six out six out of six wins is yeah, with pretty, only eight matches yeah, pretty to go. pretty a pretty commanding start. And yeah, with this being a a short league, so if there's if there's an eight team league, play each team twice, so fourteen games. So the middle in the middle of the next. Set of fixtures, they'll be halfway through the league. Yeah, and 
Just checking down. So Bovines' next set of fixtures are Nighthawks and Ma- Hartlepool Mavericks, which... So two should be two harder matches as well. So that would be very telling. Yeah, it would be... Um, yeah, I have they played Mavericks yet? I don't think they I think have. This must be the halfway. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, they played. They the played. They played Nighthawk seconds already. So um, yeah, Mavericks is the only team they haven't so, played so far. Mavericks have a big day next time because there are other games. Canterbury as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Canterbury yeah. and Sheffield. That's a big double header to have in one uh, in one. Canterbury, day, isn't yeah, it? and then Canterbury also have Norwich. So there's a there'll be a big old there'll be a big old battle in that middle table. So actually, after the after saying about um, keeping the pressure on Saints, Saints probably have the opportunity to distance themselves a little bit from that with um, the fact that Saints have got Raptors too, who um, who admittedly they can't take lightly after they but after they beat Nighthawk seconds much more comfortably than Saints did. Um, but and Saints also have Panthers as their two fixtures, which sound like the two easier ones on paper. Um, with Canterbury playing Hartlepool and Norwich and Hartlepool playing Bovines, there's likely to be ground lost in the middle, which Saints can capitalise on and extend their, consolidate their place in the top two. There's a big matchup as well next week, uh, which is Burton play Virtue Slayers. Battle at the bottom. Battle at the bottom. So that should be pretty interesting. I think fair to say Slayers have been making better headway against the opposition but sort of my boys have been very consistent taking points off everyone Gareth and the boys Gareth and the boys <laughs> so I think that'll be an interesting one and also I think especially if you're having a difficult time in terms of you're in a league where you're generally on the back foot getting your foot in the door in a game can be can really do things for your performance can't it so mm be interesting to see whether they can really make something out of the fact that they're against their best shot this season, you'd have thought, looking at the table. Yeah. I look forward to seeing more points. And In more squishies. a month and a half's time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not there. So they're not there um, this time. On, the, on the 18th or the uh, 7th or 8th. I can't remember when it is. The 9th. It's, yeah, neither, of, neither of those dates. <laughs> I think I... No, it's the 8th. It's there the we eight. go. It's the 8th, yeah. Because it's the day I fly back. Oh, that means I'm back at work on the 9th. I thought I was back at work on the 10th. I Sucks crack to be you. Christmas is ruined. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. So, having said, we'll just talk about the results and not about the next fixtures and having done both. Mm, sorry. False of habit. <laughs> Men's... Three league? No, was three league. league. Ah. Men's three league is done, is what you meant yes. to say, isn't it? Thanks, Dave. There you go. We'll get there. Maybe. Maybe. Although I have realised I can do this on my tablet, I can fit it all in one screen. <laughs> She's afraid to do that. <laughs> Jordan's got his head that, in that. That was really funny to watch. I can do it all on screen. Proceed some knots beyond my screen. <laughs> Uh, the less favoured draw alert klaxon to be sounded between Derby and Wessex. Ooh. Don't get many draws this season, so 12-12, that's a, that's a decent game, isn't it? Mm. Quite a few close yeah. ones as well. Carmarthen, Storm 3, only one set in it. Storm 3, Ronda, only one set in it. Oh, st- yeah, Storm 3's Welsh Derby then, having been oh, so, so successful against Carmarthen and coming one set off Ronda. Um, 
big points day for Carmarthen. So one set off London Storm mm. and then putting 24 past Soldier Bees. As in 20 to 4, sorry, rather than 24. Um, yeah, sort of an, an, another rough day at the office of the Soldier Bees. I think we've been here we've been here before. And um, Well, yeah, because you say that. You said about close scores. The first one that I happen to be looking at when you say that is their 21-1 loss to Derby. And I was like, mm. wait, close scores? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where? Tough day at the office for for both of the the bottom table, both Soldier Bees and Cyclones too. I think looking at those score lines, it's not really yeah. easy for Cyclones facing Silverbacks and Raptors. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't going to be the easiest day at the office, but still two fairly comfortable wins on paper. Um, yeah, so Silverbacks Silverbacks coming out with two wins and Ronda coming out with two wins keeps them both. Um, six wins out of six. So it really is heating up in that race. Though. Guess who's playing next? I was week? just going to say. I, I could imagine if we haven't had that match already. You know what must must be happening. Yeah. So so tune in at quarter to six, everyone, on court three. If you, with Kamal and refing. With Kamal and refing. An interesting refing choice for yeah. for, for a fire on the game. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be good, Ben. Um, but yeah, the winner of that probably takes the top of the table at Christmas, in all likelihood. The best Christmas present you could ask for. <laughs> Being top of League Two. Yes. Yeah, because I think at that point, if if they both win their other game, like they are both playing before. Ronda plays playing after. Ronda plays yes. Ronda plays stuff okay, afterwards, so and then Coventry play Derby Twos afterwards. So a, a draw would be okay for Ronda, depending upon. Yeah, I think Ronda have Ronda have the edge on set difference yeah, just about only just ten about only ten set only ten set points. You're not going to go out wanting a draw, are you? No. no, no. I think it's dangerous to play for a draw, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it's difficult difficult mindset to get right. And again, sort of you do want to give yourself those chances to. Well, one point's great, two points better. So, mm-hmm. like if you have to take the draw, fine. But yeah, you want to go out and push it. There are some close, yeah, and I think when you look towards that mid table, because where are Mustangs sitting these days? Because they had a fourth, so that yes. so they're seventeen. Nope, start again. Their seven fifteen loss to Ronda then really does start telling the story of quite how much Ronda and Silvaks are sort of turning the screw. And um, because mm. when it's a very it's a very congested middle of the table. So you got Storm three in third on eight points. And then Carmarthen Wizards in eighth are only four points adrift. So, yeah, yeah four points separating third from eighth. Mm. Um, yeah, quite... Um, That's some women's Super League bullshit right there. Mm. Yeah, not quite that mental. But <laughs> we remain, yeah, remain to, remains to be seen. Stay tuned for how whatever the heck we did last time <laughs> and how that broke the table again. <laughs> yeah, there's a... a there's a few um, there's a few clashes of um, teams in that or in that sort of chasing pack between so you got Derby seconds against Storm thirds, Mustangs against Wessex seconds, Carmarthen against Wessex seconds, mm. and yeah, so a, yeah, a big day a big day for Wessex twos to put they have a quite a big say in terms of what the definition of the middle of the table kind of looks like. And yeah, there's yeah, not much to choose between set difference and amongst most of those teams either. But you'd expect potentially quite a good day for Mustangs, and on paper they should edge it over um, Wessex twos. 
when they come. Yeah. And then they've got the soldier bees, who unfortunately are sort of... A bit of the whipping boys at the moment. The whipping boys of the league. So that'll be good, hopefully for Mustangs, a good solid um, two wins there. And that might be enough to sort of cement them into third, depending on how... um, How Or fourth, sorry. Depending on how Storm 3's day goes. Where they've got MK and Derby, Derby Phantom. Second. So, as you say, you'd expect those to be a bit more bruising, maybe. We, In reverse to the top of the table, issue, we're still waiting on Soldier Bees to play MK, I believe, aren't we? I don't think that's happened yet. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be like. I think the... that's the final one. Yeah, there you go. And the next one in January. Yes. Because they're the two sat with both with zero points at the moment. Mm. Um, so, I presume they're playing. Are they playing back to back, or then is it the I final one as well? Might be yeah, the last one. game of the season as well. So. That's a massive game for yeah, them. Yeah. Like whether you're going up or down at any point, like it doesn't. At, at the end of the day, you, you just want points on the board. No one wants. If you're going to go down, the last thing you want to happen is go down on zero. Exactly. Mm. No one wants to go down without touching the sides. No. Yeah, and a season without a win is a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. So that that will be a good one to look forward to as well. So these guys got the early morning slot. Um, no, they haven't. These, in January, these guys got the evening slot. Yeah, in a, the nice, one. a nice New Year's present for yeah for for two league for two league so that'll be yeah it's a lot it's a long old day and I didn't enjoy playing eight o'clock last time um what do you mean you don't want to play at eight, at eight p.m. on the Sunday before the Sunday before Christmas it's just, well and also just that moment when we sat down I was like oh I'm going to be at work in less than twelve hours hmm. Yeah. Oh well. At least, anyway, we, at least we live in the Midlands. At least we live in the Midlands. We can't complain. <laughs> did someone say thirty minutes is in George's Park? Yes, they did. How fast are you driving? <laughs> you haven't seen Ben Cole. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> to be fair, from when him and Ben are even closer than us, so. yeah. yeah, that is true. I mean, there's another. The last one. There's, no, no, all yours. There's another packet. Don't worry, everyone. Came <laughs> <laughs> prepared for this. I realised he was back, so we need to prepare. Next. I am an absolute snack fiend. <laughs> right. Men's one league. Men's one league. This is this is my favourite league. I it's say every good season. Shit. I, good this shit. is my favourite league, I reckon. It's slightly less chaotic than women's super league. Two but, draws. But more Sorry. chaotic than men's super league. What? Hmm. No, so I did know that. I commentated both of those draws, in fact. They were um yeah, so if you see that, if anyone sees Sam about to commentate one of their games, prepare to draw. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're learning. But I, I will go out because I commentated the MK Nighthawks game with you. What a what great a, game that was. It was, it was a very good Looks game. Looks from that. a score yeah. like absolute chaos. Mm. It, was, it, it was mad, wasn't it? Because Norwich, especially in the first half, were doing a very effective quick start. Very good. Ryan Borley making lots of hits. And they were going two to three players up within, within a minute. Mm-hmm. And... They were only winning, as you can see, 50% of the sets because it very much was a 1 1 1 1. And it was yeah. amazing to watch MK's powers of recovery mm. in nearly ev- every set, was something special, really. Mm. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, a real sort of clash of clash of like styles, I guess, in the like Norwich, Norwich favourites in the early game and Cyclones favourites in the late game was. Yeah, um, yeah, a very, a very interesting dynamic. You can kind of see the tides turning over the course of sets. Even, even it's course of sets rather than yeah. the entire match was, yeah, um, 
thoroughly interesting. I think probably no less so the Bedford Eagles against Leeds game. Is that the Leeds comeback? No, um, Leeds were Leeds were de- Leeds were definitely um, well. Leeds had to win the final sets to make it a draw. Make it a draw. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember watching it and wondered whether Bedford would step off mm. um, to force a minute set at eleven eleven, or whether they'd stay on, concede yeah, the set, draw. and take the draw. Mm. Which is which is always a real. Place. It's always a real. Um, a real fine balancing act, um, but yeah, that was the that's the first. They remain undefeated, but they're not 100 percent win record. Bedford Eagles. That's, that's what we love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, well, still two points correct. You know, Nor- Norwich though will be kicking themselves slightly because they've had a really good win in the second game. Um, yeah, a, a very massive, strong win by score. what 18 points, something like that. They've won yeah. by against Virtue. Yeah. So and. You know, I know MK have done well and their powers of recovery were very good in that game, but given how Norwich was starting a lot of those sets, I think they'll slightly kick themselves they've not won it. Well, they, yeah, you'd want to hold that momentum when, if you're getting up in the first, what, three seconds. Yeah, exactly. Hold, but but oh, what that has done, the, the wider ramifications for that is it's kept worker bees within one point and they've now gone level on points with results with Leamington Spartans too. Yeah, weird old day for worker bees. Um. No, with their, with their in, two wins. In, incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Yeah. What a weird day winning two matches. Stop doing that work. Can't relate. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I meant Rangers two, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. Um, yeah, a lot of the, the, the one of the courts was lime uh, lime streamed. That would be interesting. Lime streamed. Lime wired. Lime wired. Breaking lime wired. Was live streamed, and I'd thoroughly recommend going back if anyone gets a chance to watch it. The Cyclones Nighthawks game we just said was good. They said. Bedford Leeds a draw is always interesting to watch our KG. Probably both Bedford games against Leeds were yeah. on the stream and they were both very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and the MK Workerbees game was fantastic. Like again, we say this every week. Another new look Workerbees lineup. Um adding back in Liam Ryder since his transfer has gone through. Obviously adds um a lot of quality to that wing. And they had a very even sub in rotation. Um so it was it was telling that when certain people and combinations of twos were off court is when MK tended to take their points. But it was like no one wanted to keep possession. It was amazing to watch. Everyone was just throwing everything every time. But it made for a spectacle. Like if you haven't got, you know, a, a dog in the fight, if you will, then it's it's great to watch. Yeah. I can imagine the coaches of both teams will probably go back, pull their hair out slightly, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to figure out what was going on. But if anyone gets a chance to watch it, it... it it was very good, but yeah, like you said, an unusually good day, according to Catherine, for work of <laughs> Uh Yeah, apologies, apologies. A weirdly good day. What I was actually going to say was a weirdly weird day for Bedford Rangers too, um, with a what you'd say quite mm. a definitive loss, six eighteen to Workerbees, and then going on to beat Leeds Owls fifteen nine, who just drawn with Bedford. Like what? What's okay. going on? L- Leeds, Leeds telling Bedford what colour it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's still some sort of shitty green colour. It was interesting with them. Um, yeah, it was interesting watching Le- Leeds clearly had a very defined game plan against um, Bedford Eagles of, um, you know, Bedford Eagles have a problem on the right wing and he's called Arnie. <laughs> so they just, um, their entire their entire game plan was focused around making sure that he his influence on the game is as limited as possible. Well, he's, he's a fairly irresistible force at the best of times, but they did they did well in terms of repressing what he could do. With Rangers 2 having quite a balanced um, 
Yeah, I suppose you can't balance look where shut down a threat kind of realist- like realistically they possess like um their depth is their depth is probably made it a much tougher game for Leeds because you couldn't be like, oh, okay, we've got the main we've got the main man out. We can kind of either coast or be a bit sloppy or afford some mistakes from here. Um Yeah, it was a it was a it was an interesting it was an interesting one. Again, potentially going going back to the um whoever we were talking about in one of the, in, in three league uh, Nor- uh, Norwich after coming close against Saints and then letting it slip against Raptors 2 due to either, um, you know, having done the hard job almost and in, earlier in the day in drawing a, drawing to the side that have won all their games so far to then play against the team in mid-table alongside is theoretically an easier um Ask, but not say, in the slightest. I'd say the winners of the round for that league, they were Spartans, because only have they got two wins, Definitive. two big wins. Yeah, big, mm. big wins, big wins. Like, what's their combined score? There was at forty-three to five, yeah. something like that. Six. Yeah, it puts them the best set difference in the league as well. Yeah, which when it's this close, <laughs> that set difference could make all the difference. So fair play, Leamington. They've seen an opportunity there, and they've absolutely gone for it. So. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they knew they mm. needed to get in, get up the gears, even though they didn't need to, and they've made it happen. Uh, I can't. Spartans have Leeds and Workerbees next time, so I mean, a, a more, well, a more robust test on paper, I must, um, I must say. But the way the worker, way the Workerbees are playing, I can see that game producing a fair few fireworks. If if Workerbees have the same line, on- that's the big caveat. Really? Then I'd agree. If if they change again, depending on the changes they make, could could potentially spoil what on paper looks to be a very good game. Um, we do have the Bedford Derby next time. It's always fun. Mm. Um, and two teams doing relatively well overall. So again, makes it even funner, doesn't it? Mm. Um, it does. does it, do? it does. And then Rangers' yeah, other game there is Norwich. Obviously, Norwich are what wanting to come bouncing back. They've got our twos. See that Rangers bit, yeah. twos. That we haven't actually mentioned, but they got a really, a really important result against Thunderdodge. Thunder Dodge. Yes, I'm. It's very small. If I can see everything at once, that's what I'm struggling with. You're struggling with your memory as well, because I thought you yeah. coached that game. No, I coached both of them. I think. Um, I because I, I wasn't going to say it, but yes. I remember. I remember coaching the Eagles game mainly because I was so proud of how they played, even though there is a huge problem on Bedford Eagles, and he's called Arnie. It's um, called Tom Wilkins. Tom <laughs> but yeah, no, the Thunder Dodge game um, let them back in a bit in the second half, had a bit of a wobble, but um, yeah, a good scoreline from us. And then, have you realised how many draws? I think MK have been involved in nearly every draw in this league, apart from the Eagles Leeds one, which might only be two more, but it looks suspicious. Oh no, ignore that. was a terrible thing. That and we and our two sure against Bedford Rangers too. Yeah, so at, more. more mm. More draws in this league than others. I think it's probably fair to this say. This is the reason why we lose the pod racing. <laughs> I don't know all this shit. Fine, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Listeners rejoice in their thousands. But they're playing MK well, tens, and... Let's be honest. <laughs> in, their, in their dozens. <laughs> yeah. They're playing both MK and Norwich, which having those two teams just drawn to each other should make for an interesting day. Copy nice. and paste that over every time I talk. <laughs> Quit while you're behind. Indeed. 
what's the bottom of the table looking like going into next time? So um, R two is getting a win against Thunder Dodge was has pulled us ahead of Virtue. Um, yeah, so Virtue have had a win against R twos, and I believe they are playing Thunder. Do- well, they must have played Thunder. Yeah, they're playing Thunder Dodge next meet. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, so yeah, it's uh, so if Thunder Dodge lose that, then they'll be four points adrift of relegation, three points adrift of ninth, minimum, um, depending on if Virtual or R2 is getting more wins or anything like that. So it would be it would be quite a big result for Virtue to win that, I must say. Um, yeah, I think I, I can see that putting a lot of definition on the bottom table. The way that Worker Bees are playing, you'd imagine them to have the beating of Thunder Dodge in their other game. Bedford Eagles have a fairly nice opportunity to bounce back by playing Virtue at the bottom of the table. Um, yeah, quite a... Yeah, I, I can I can see Thunder Dodge and Virtue looking at that matchup between the two of them being their almost their sole focus for the day. Mm-hmm. We got to look with how how matches have gone for for virtue. It's it's massive because they'll obviously be looking with one eye to the the next game against Thunder Dodge again, second game, but also second game against R twos. Mm-hmm. Having won the first one, they'll fancy that they can do it again. So for virtue, that this could really put them on the march to safety. Mm. Thunder Dodge need it. Virtue, it's nice. I think yeah, I think virtual will, virtual will have more chances to save themselves. Yeah, virtual are in a better position at the moment. Thunder well, Dodge, I think, need this. This is actually skipping ahead a little bit. This is their double header match. So Thunder Dodge play virtue next meet and the meet after. Right. Oh, okay. So realistically, like that almost puts more of a um. It's a massive mental advantage to whoever wins the first matchup because they have the opportunity to capitalise literally the next time. Yeah. The flip side is if you, you you can iron out what you can iron out what went wrong in the first match and then you can it's all fresh in your mind, you can immediately rectify it the next time around. It's um Yeah, this this part of the season is always a particularly interesting dynamic, particularly when you're playing against teams in a similar you know, of a similar kind of standing. Mm-hmm. No less no less so here. But yeah, you could you could see that if Virtue win both of those, then there's a, all of a sudden quite a lot of daylight between Virtue and the bottom the bottom two. Yeah, I'd say if Virtue win both. I I think that's it for Thunder Dodge. Yeah. Even at the halfway stage, I, I think they would be down. But that then puts an enormous amount of pressure on R twos, and to a degree, it puts pressure on Leeds. Because mm. if if Virtue mm. win both of those, they go to six points. Leeds at the moment are only on five. Yeah. So although we're saying on paper the performances and drawing, like in the in the nicest way, at some point you've got to convert performances into points. Yeah. Well, lead, yeah, especially when Leeds have Spartans to Cyclones. Um, they have virtue. they have virtue. So yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, if if I can, I mean, Leeds will put up, certainly put up a decent fist against Spartans to and Cyclones. Whether they get anything out of those games remains to be seen. But if they don't. All of a sudden, then you could be facing against a virtue team that might have a bit of a spring in their step after beating Thun- if they beat Thunder Dodge last time around, 
with Thunder Dodge left to play, yeah, this it's always tricky playing a team in form, and yeah, they could get it could get a little um, a little slippery for Leeds before too long. It is, it is a really good league, though. I think the standard and the quality of play, not wishing to sort of draw comparisons to any other league, I think it's makes for a really interesting watch. I've been really enjoying being involved with Men's League One. Yeah, it's very it's just very even for the majority of the league. I'd say minimum the top seven mm. are all of a similar standard. Yeah. Um, at the moment, I think R twos can be. I think they just need to have a bit more faith. I think sometimes they lack some self belief. They've yeah. got the ability to certainly um, from there, so I think they could easily get in that conversation as well. Um, yeah. So and I don't think any of the league has it quite that strong down to down to eighth. When mm. they can all do a job against each other, so I think that's why it why it's so good. Yeah, because I mean, you just look at, you just look at the results, and as ever with any of it, none of it makes any sense, does it? Like, so R twos just not just bang on about them a bit more. If we go back to the table, have drawn against Rangers two and only and lost by leads to two sets. So you flip some of those on their heads on the on the second time round. Suddenly, yeah, anyone could shoot up, anyone could shoot down. Like it's crazy. You have a good league meet here, and the results go your way. You can go three to four places. Yeah, yeah, and it, and as you and as you say, it's about having that belief and also that like that faith that actually, if you do keep turning up, eventually it will it will come good, which kind of is is a quite a strong segue into our women's twos, which we're not talking about yet. So it's a bad segue actually. Segue into what? Into into the men's, men's ones. Super league. Yeah. Men's league super. Men's league super. Also very watchful. Talk about a change around in positions. Hmm. Many things have happened, I believe. Yeah. No surprise of the top two, though, I don't think. Boo. <laughs> Boring. Ah, Wessex. <laughs> Sorry. Rip. Hope your ankle's all right, Mark. Was it ankle or is it me? Me. Well, I hope his ankle's fine as well. Yeah, for, for the record. <laughs> Listen to the tumbling sweeps. Mm. A lot of yeah. So we said we said this time around about there being quite a lot of um, quite a few like crunch games in the middle pack between bees and derby, Rangers storm, derby storm. Um, Storm definitely the big victors of well of the day. It's always nice um, when Storm turns up, isn't it? Well, half of them didn't. Half of them literally weren't there. Which <laughs> <laughs> is which is just like all the got... all the more impressive that um, the fact that they were able, they brought an understrength an, un, an understrength team to arguably they're probably their biggest league biggest meet. league meet to date and, and it paid off. coming away with two wins. So, um, yeah, dropping Steve is clearly the Midas touch of Storm. Uh, I think I he'll, saw, take his re- he'll take his revenge on us soon. I think I saw the end of the Phantom Storm game and just, like, big energy game. Like, everyone was getting sort of, I think, relatively well-tempered, but, like, lot, lots of, like, cheering, shouting. Obviously, they both normally have lots of people in the in the crowd. And, oh, it was great. And, just, um, yeah, just... <laughs> watching people go on and it looked to be one of those games where there's a lot of exchanges so you're like people coming in game. Yeah. and like but there's like a catch here a hit there people running off people running back on because they've been caught back in and just sort of like organised chaos but it looked, looked like everyone was having a good time 
Um, I suppose Storm were having a better time than Phantoms in retrospect, but no, it was it was good to watch. And then, well, so yeah, your your Silverbacks game was pretty tidy. Uh, that was one of the less stressful games I've ever coached you for. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, twenty one five. I think we all all would have bitten anyone's hand off for mm. that pre game. Yeah. Which um, is particularly mental when you look at their meteor score, where they only lost by eight points. Yes, and that's actually it was ten all at one point, and then yeah. there was yeah. one. I don't know. There was one set where um, there was, I think, it was either a ricochet catch or something like that in the last couple of seconds, or like the last action of one of the sets that went against Silverbacks to then put meteors twelve ten up, which then I think meteors then won another set, so Silverbacks had to take risks to try and claw back the deficit or whatever. So I think actually, like, yeah, Coventry certainly came out against Meteors a lot more, you know, putting up a, like, matching them going toe-to-toe for, you know, everything bar, like, the last six or seven minutes of the game was, yeah, was a thoroughly absorbing watch. Unbelievable performance from them, especially in that first half. Mm. Um, it, was, it was really good, you know. Did because Meteors obviously refed our game when we beat them, and you know, mm. having watched us do that, mm, did they yeah. go in maybe slightly overconfident? Yeah, because we we know Silverbacks really good. I'd, I'd argue us winning by that much is a slight surprise result. Such a heavy. Win. I think yeah, yeah I, I think, think they um, they didn't quite far on all cylinders, but no. I think that's probably one, again, of we, we, one of the best one of the best we've played in some yeah. time. So it's it's one of those, isn't it? When a good form team meets a, a bad form team, it's going it's going to happen isn't it so mm. you know maybe meet yours went in there thinking it was going to be a bit easier than it was potentially you, you don't know but yeah I mean, they, they got the job done which is the important bit and you know they put a much more bigger score past Wessex so for me to yours that's it's a much better day um, overall isn't it which I think at this point now if you throw Manchester in those those top three teams it's now kind of who's first to, to blink a little bit, isn't it? All sat there on 10 points. I think a few of them play each other, don't they? I think is it I think Bees, Bees are playing Spartans? some of them. Now. I think Bees, Bees have both Spartans. of them. Yeah. Do they? Uh, no. no, Silverbacks is the other game. I don't know whether it's... Sorry, I'm skipping ahead. But No, it's, no, ignore me. Yeah, um, yeah anyway, Bees, Spartans. Oh, sorry, it's Rangers who have that day, isn't it? They have the, the Spartans Meteors day. And Derby have it this Derby time. Derby have it this time, and then I think Rangers might have it next time or something along those lines. Um, uh, or no, Rangers uh, have it. Oh, the, maybe the yeah. yeah the last when it when it resets to like yes. the, when it yeah. resets to the first um, league fixtures. So, so that's it. You're looking. You're looking <laughs> for the, yeah. The, the the like I said. So meteors have Derby and um, sheriffs. Yes. Yeah, yes. So they've got us, us and Derby. So they've got their it's the East Midlands Bermuda hmm. Triangle this weekend. Everybody <laughs> um, from there. So obviously they're going to want to try and keep pace. Spartans as well. Also having phantoms. Um, and who Spartans are going to sign? Killer Bees. I mean, that's that's the big game to start, isn't it? Um, Killer Bees Spartans will be. That's a, well, I think, really the, I think yeah. I mean, with the with the two teams who are tied at the top of the table, but um, I think Meteors Derby will be a really entertaining watch yes. in, in, in yeah. any case. Yeah, I've, you spoil um, for choice. Yeah, the headache, the headache, one, the headache for the streaming team about who to who to put on that certainly. Um, yeah, you definitely spoil for choice at that point. At that point, you've got the Storm Derby. About time, yeah. It feels like it's been a while. Not uh, ref by Derby, sad. Yeah. No, I'm sure we, yeah, let's do a deal with um, oh, Derby our, our Meteors the court, game. Yeah, they, we'll so. happily be ref by Spartans instead. I'm sure they won't have a vested interest in any Meteors game. <laughs> um, uh, from then, Rangers, Rangers refing Meteors Derby. 
That's going to be a loud mm. call. <laughs> that just I think, me? Yeah, it's um, Storm Two play Wessex as as well. Um, That's a big one. Yeah, really, it'll be um, it'll prove very useful if um, for Wessex if they can get one over Storm Two. With Storm Two having had a draw against Coventry earlier in the season, they're already a point ahead. If Storm Two win this matchup against Wessex, then three points. Yeah, three points adrift at the bottom of the table at Christmas for Wessex isn't um, isn't the start of the season they'll be hoping for. Well, Storm yeah. are going to want to carry on the good run, obviously, apart from their seconds. They've got us again as well, um, and they'll have extra motivation having, having you know we was doing the double over them last year. We'll still be fresh in the memory, I imagine. Yeah, I think they've got some. I say some demons to exercise. That's probably not not the right phrase, but I think that they'll work um, off their shoulder, won't they? Yeah, well, I think, but. Um, I think they they their games against us were particularly unfortunate in terms of the team they turned up with on both days. Because yeah. the, on the two games we played, that we basically played the two halves of their first team. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure a full strength storm is an entirely different prospect. Well, they'll want to carry on the form now, won't they? Because they'll mm. see Spartans playing playing killers, knowing that neither team is going to come away from the day with with maximum points and. Mm. You know, so in theory, they if they win both their games, which they'll want to do, then that puts them probably even points and possible set. Uh, what's the set difference looking at? Well, they could go into third basically. Oh yeah, as, yeah. as a minimum after this day, um, the set difference isn't really in their favour. So they'd need Spartans or Bees one to beat the other fairly heavily, and them to probably put a lot of points past both teams they're playing, which. Obviously, obviously, you guys won't allow because um, I'm not playing, so I can't do anything about that one. Thirty nil incoming. Well, you say putting. I mean, the Storm Two's had a bit of a rough day last time with losing both games twenty three three in a an interesting symmetry. But well, they had quite a bad, tough day, didn't they? In, in well, they had Spartans, Spartans and Rangers, so yeah, obviously not expecting to make much headway in those games either. And I guess they they might have also been um, suffering a little bit for. Storm 1's being under strength and therefore people coming up and all that kind of jazz. I did watch a bit of their Spartans game and there was a few of those sets were... were I meant, yeah, because I, I, yeah, we I was reffing it as well. There was... Um, yeah, it's it's like when you... It's like when you see... Um, like a, It is a lot like when you see, particularly in uni games, when you see either a freshers team or a second team playing just a team with a little bit more experience. They can always go... Like they can always trade blows a little bit, but the final, like, you know, the critical moment in the set always went in the favour of Spartans in, yeah, in the game that we left anyway. It's, uh, yeah, um, I'm sure they weren't really expecting to take many wins from from that, but it's probably also not a particularly good confidence booster to go into your crunch game next time. No, not at all. But for for Spartans. Obviously, that way, and then the other game only beating us by a set. Obviously, there were quite a lot of points ahead at one point, and we've managed to claw back mm. to within a set. Yeah, and I, th- I think both Losing teams slowly. both teams would be right to feel that the score could actually probably finish very similar. Just we could have swapped sets yeah. that we won. <laughs> yeah, I think at some points both teams would have would have rude missed chances in in certain sets there. So Spartans have to be careful because they know they can't give those type of chances to a team like Killers. In the mm-hmm. form they're in at the moment, obviously I know Killers won't have uh, Robbie playing, but even still with with Aiden and Ross back and Benbridge mm. looking back to 
fitness a little bit, given that they obviously the last time they played was at British Open, was it? They played at Champs, didn't? Oh, Champs, the British Champs, because I'm pretty I think sure bees beat them. Bees beat them at Champs, didn't they? And the the games. In, at oh, they, yeah, were. they played. They played in the group. Bees beat them in the group, I think. Was it the group? Or, I can't Spartans remember. Spartans definitely lost in the group, and I can't remember who too. Yeah, it was either, it was either Storm Because obviously Bees made it to bees. the final, didn't they, yeah. to play meals. But then the last league game, which was the very well, last one of last season also, oh, they was, was a draw as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, where Bees took the lead. So, you know, Spartans will, will have to be careful. They had a few people missing for, for our match. So, um, I, obviously, I don't know if, if Sam and Reese are back, for example, is the, the main two, I think, who weren't there. So... Mm. They'll be hoping that they are because that that could make a big difference um, over that side. So that's going to be a fascinating game to watch if it if it does happen because you've got both teams in good form. But you'd say if they take the teams they had last meet, you'd say the bees have a better team on paper. It's more probably more closer to their full strength. All you need is Matt Wheel and Jonty. Yeah, well, yeah, just need Matt Wheel and Jonty to take <laughs> all the catches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from from what I saw in that derby game. Uh, from there, so and and going over to to Derby, obviously having a bit of a tough meet last time. We kind of talked about this on the pod, isn't it? Like last meet was their mm. first time when they were playing two established Super League teams at the same day, um, and I don't want to say they got found out a little bit because I think that's harsh because came they, up short. they they, they came up short, yeah, because they played quite well. Like they haven't been blown away in either games. Mm. They played really well. About, so yeah. just what they want first off is a game against Meteors. Followed swiftly by a game against Spartans. So this is this is the big test for Derby going into Christmas now. Is if they can come out with any form of points from this, that's massive for them. Mm. Um, and think of a platform. If you take points off Meet Yours or Spartans, the platform that gives you for second half of the season is mm. huge. Yeah, I think seventh is particularly unflattering for their um, as a table position for the way they've been playing. But ultimately, I think that this is a very this is very much the definition of what men's league looks like now. There's like it feels like there's meteor meteors and Spartans as um trailblazers and then no you can't take anyone from bees down to Derby and then probably even putting commentary in that after they're showing us meteors on the weekend, you can't take any of them lightly. Yeah, it's just Everyone's very good. Everyone is very good. And mm. you and you can tell when you watch the match as well, and sometimes I think you can watch any matchup. And you're kind of like, is this the top of table clash? Is this people fighting out for like not getting relegated? Just because I think the standard's so tight, all the way through. And you can, and you can, any given team could take sets off anyone else at any given moment at points. Yeah, like our two of our, we've lost three games this season, and two of our games were one set losses to Killer Bees and Spartans. And the other one yeah. was a two set loss to Derby. And the other one was a two set loss to Derby. <laughs> yeah. And that puts us firmly mid-table by losing three games by a combined four sets. Yeah. that The definition of Matt fine snats. margins, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. it's... Say snats. No. <laughs> no, no, of course you didn't. Snacks. From there. I watched on this one the other day and I, I want to put out a campaign to bring back... You know when you used to pick team of the season? Mm. They used to put out like polls and you could vote for who had been like your players of the season. You have yeah. like a... You just put together like a mishmash team from across the league mm-hmm. for who had a good year. Yeah. I, I want to campaign to bring that back because you find some people do have those like brilliant years. Yeah. And then they, they kind of carry on and push on. Others have that one really good season and then they don't ever go anywhere. And everyone's like, yeah, but they're really good because they did that two years ago. Yeah. It's like, come on. 
like, let's live in the moment a little bit. Yeah, there's people like but, Reese yeah. Woodgate who just carry yeah. carry, <laughs> carry the whole community on that. Well, it's back. interesting. It used to get a good gauge because you could actually see. Because I remember uh, Tintin for us made it one year when we had like our first year in in DPL as sheriffs. He made that year, but it's just it's interesting to get a wider perspective of who people think have well, played well. It's like Euros, isn't it? Where it's always really interesting to be like, oh, okay, and um, with especially with um, who got MV- male MVP at Anthony Aldridge. Anthony Aldridge getting male MVP at um, Euros, fantastic player. But it's just as you say, he's had, obviously had those spark moments every time he's got on court because when you look on the, at the other people who are in that room. Mm. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's super interesting. I'd be well up for mm. that. And then it also rewards if if you're a team like Derby who come yeah. up and you're new to the league and you maybe not expected to go much higher than mid table. Yeah. If you end up having a good year and coming, we'll say fourth, yeah, and pushing towards the top three. Then if two of your players, or whatever, is get selected in the men's super league team of the season, it's another way of just rewarding that hard work, mm. isn't it? And kind of getting a bit of recognition. It's just a little thing for me. I think it should come back. I don't know how the yeah. format you do it because obviously. Mm. people might just like spam who they want again like when there was was it the personality of the year or something and everyone was I know for a fact that <laughs> there were people just farming votes <laughs> to, well, to vote for Stephen DeBay yeah. please <laughs> like I know, I know at least three, three of the candidates for that were, yeah. just, were having their respective clubs sat at home farming votes for like hours at a time because mm. the yeah. system allowed but, it I, I don't know whether, on, whether you could do something similar to what they do it did a couple of euros where um, you submit your um, player of the match or your, your opponent's player of the match after every game you play. And then they're like summed up across team wide to then be like, oh, okay, um, MVP for, well, MVP for Italy was Eduardo Gazzelli because, yes. it, al- because it always is. Well, and then each uh, team in the league has a voted MVP at the end of the season. So yeah. you can see who the 10 best all yeah. respective from there. I think that yeah. whether you do either make like an all-star team or something on those lines, because um, which I think actually works a lot better for um, for this because you don't end up having the like I chose Gizelli as an as an example for Italy because um, like no team in no team in this has a player who is the best player every game type thing. Like people have. You know, really significant threats and world class players across the across the board, yeah. but they're not always firing all cylinders all the time. So it'd be interesting, like, to get, you know, after you, you know, after after you've played against a team, different different opponents will probably value different um, players on your team as well. So it'd be quite interesting to get that gauge. Yeah, and but, that's the thing, isn't it? Because you set yeah. yourselves up as a team, like. To, to function in a certain way and maybe to show off the threats of certain players. But then at the end of the season, another player from your team gets voted. It's interesting for coaching staff as well to see, oh, actually, for the wider community, player A is actually seen as... Your most valuable. Most valuable, where in our heads it was either... It was one of these two, for example, because of what they bring. And it might, like I said, it might just shine a light on someone who's having, like, an excellent season who people might not think of straight away. Mm. So I just, I don't know. I just think it's an idea. I don't know. You'd have to work out how to bring it back properly. But I mean, there's so many, there's so much room you could do, isn't there? Like with stuff like that, end of season highlights, you know, nominated game of the seasons and things like that. There's well, a, that'd be quite interesting, there's a big, yeah. there's a big wormhole you can go down, but it, it might be just the next steps we take over the next few years. Really? Well, even like, even amongst the games on the live stream, you could, um, 
maybe that's another thing that you can kind of ask your commentary team to do is pick pick your yeah. player of the match and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, could be could be quite an interesting development, even if it doesn't necessarily bear much weight to um to to anything at the moment, apart from it's just like a nice um you know word of commendation from you know a fellow dodgeball or anything like that. Which yeah, I think that could be a good yeah. way to start. Is is if it's on the live stream, a player of the match could be good. But like I said, add it to the the scorecards and the ref things like Euros. I think is another good way of getting in. I think you're right there. And then just go from there. And then at the end of the season, when you've got all the scorecards, just make a note of something like so and so's got another vote. Okay, they're on two for Storm, and so and so's on three for for Rangers, whatever it is, and, and do it that way. Just an idea. I just like players getting recognition sometimes rather than yeah. a five second like clip that does a round for two days. Mm. Actual season long recognition is much harder to come by. So yeah, women's league one. Women's one league. Sorry, that. Oh yeah, because we this was at the same time as the as the men's ones, wasn't it? So I couldn't watch our girls' Hanese game. Um, yes, although it was on the yeah, it was recorded, so I've watched it back. Um, yes, yeah, so I need to watch it back as well. Yes, a very a very interesting. Yeah, well, a, te- a team uh, of yeah. second halves they've decided. Yeah, so because they had an excellent second half in their phantoms twos game as well didn't they sort of got the hang of it yeah and the bees game to be fair yeah we've won the second half in both i think or in the certainly in the bees game yeah um the wessex leeds game was um which was sort of like heavily heavily touted as a um one that was going to mm. be a very close affair and then was put in front of the cameras and definitely lived up to lived up to the billing in terms of being a very being a very hard fought game two mm. ten yeah. ten draws because um, Derby 2, Leamington Spartans 2 went down to 10-10 draw as well. That normally means that every set went to time. If you play 10 sets in the entire game, playing 5 sets a half normally means that you're playing... Pretty much, if you count you the 20 seconds, yeah, pretty much, reset time. Yeah, barely any eliminations. Um, That's one for the purists, isn't it? Yeah. Real battle of real, it's a real war, war of attrition battle. That yeah. sometimes you love to see him just dig in and like I don't mm. care if I'm not if I'm not getting you out you're not getting me out. <laughs> see you I will first. be in. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think is the highest game, highest scoring game of dodgeball you've ever seen? I've. Did we get a forty? I've I've been in an Ireland versus Belgium game where we put thirty-eight past Belgium because we had to score thirty-four to qualify because of the set difference in the group. And then I think someone outdid us the year later. You did something terrible to told you to Hungary. Show us on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> Sam did to the nation Hungary or the Welsh team did to the Hungarian team? The Welsh yeah. team did to Hungary. I barely, that was... barely played that game. That was... Um, uh, was that 40? Was it 38? I can't remember. We, we must be well, in that, that region. Did we yeah, even get to 42? I, 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 I say that. We, there was the... Carmarthen, uh, no, the Rondo Cyclones two game last season. Oh yeah, that actually, yeah, that actually to, um, takes all the takes all the. The ref had to tell us to calm down because they thought we were just being like overkill and yeah. But then we nope, like this is how this is how this is how set difference works. X and they were just like, um, okay, fine. Uh, well, obviously, we apologised well, to, to the Belgians after we bought them a lot of drinks at the yeah. gala dinner and we did some shirt swaps and did some like coaching and practicing with them and we actually like became friends with some of them it was a really good time but we just felt bad because we wanted to qualify and we had to do it yeah um, well, similar like because Italy Sweden were playing 
so it was literally one of the more stressful. Yeah, because they have. Of, so Blower is watching Sweden, Italy. I'm which is which retreating. is the other game in our group. Which Blower? Uh, there's three Blowers. Andrew. Four, four actually. Four, yeah. Um, and a mini one. I'm about to say there's more now because um, Luke Luke Blower's had a kid now. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So because whatever the set difference there was implied how much we had yeah. to get. Right. So. Spike is in the box because he does maths fastest. I'm ball retrieving because I literally couldn't do anything else. I was like, it's too fucking stressful. Um, at one point, I just didn't remember having to run. This was at Lignano, out past the cur- like the net curtains. Andrew Blower just grabs me by the shoulders and tell- says, tell him he needs 36. And I was like, at this point, don't even know what this means. And as you elbow him away through the outbox with a ball to throw it onto court to Kinsey and just turns up like, Andrew says he needs 36. And then Spike yells like five different things. At one point, we see- we reset the ball so quickly, the Hungarians hadn't actually made it to the back line yet. So they turned round and the whole Welsh team is lined up ready to go. <laughs> I was just like, Welsh our speed. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was yeah. literally like we had because we had our six subs in the box and then Every just like basically like on like sprint box starts to like as soon as the set finished, just like mm-hmm. pelt on court to grab Which the balls back. Which tournament was that? Twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. It was my first year. Which was location? I'm, I'm better with location. Italy. 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 Oh, and who did you play after that? Uh, Czech Republic. Oh, Czech Republic, yeah. Oh, all that. Oh, God. All yeah. that for that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about two very contrasting matches of dodgeball. I've also. It was I'm, so good for three halves. <laughs> <laughs> I've also. I mean, Greg. Greg has looked at me with various different facial expressions over his life, but I've never had a look of just what the actual fuck. Bewilderment. Quite, quite yeah. like after that Czech game. And I think I just motioned like going wrong. Have you ever like, listened to it back with the commentary? No. Yeah. You ever watched it on there? The commentary's actually that quite thing. good. No, it, they are, but the commentary's good for it because yeah. they they do get across it's good, the... Good, like, like, good apt, uh, like apt descriptors. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, no, I think it's, I've watched... It's very, gets the across the, the, the size of what's happening and how unlikely what the Czech yeah, team yeah. were doing it yeah. is actually. It's, like, it's one thing to get a few sets to make a mini comeback, but to actually do it, do that yeah, is... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they get the gravity across very well. So if anyone wants to go back and watch mm. <laughs> the, the Italian Euros, so I mean, we'll say the greatest comeback. We'll, it, well, it was a fantastic oh, comeback. Yeah. Uh, um, then, then I would recommend. Yeah, a watershed moment for the Welsh men's team. Um, yeah, I remember doing. Who it was? Ross did a podcast, didn't he, during lockdown? Greg. Yes. Greg. I think I got invited on, and Greg was on at the same time. And the question was like, what's the two best games of dodgeball you've ever seen? Oh no, I was on that one. Oh, was it? Was it your one? And oh, yeah. that's right, because I was in the chat, <laughs> and um, Greg just started laughing, and Ross like, what's going on? And she was like, I've just seen Catherine's put in. People just mentioned the two most stressful matches of my entire <laughs> career. I can't remember what the other one was. Maybe it was one of your men's ones games. Um, um, I don't know why Greg would give a give a monkeys about that, frankly. But... Oh, whatever it was, but, but somehow <laughs> yeah. I've been involved in both of them. Yeah, and I was just there, like not the chat game. <laughs> was it? Was it? Might have been a game you repped. Was it a game of the twenty sixteen Worlds or something like that? Oh, it was probably Malaysia Wales. It probably was that when Malaysia knocked Wales out of the twenty sixteen World it's a, Cup. It's a mad game. Which it's we, absolutely mad. Game. Which we only stopped stressing about when Hannah Foy's mum texted her, being like, "No, no, you were definitely right on the count, love." At the end, that was really well done because otherwise, <laughs> everyone was like, "We never speak about it. We never watch it. Like we you never ask that questions." For Manchester. 
it's also amazing watching people play fireball for the first time, just being like at points people are like a ball. Especially when you see who's in the Welsh team. <laughs> Was it the English with, people? With Jaff and Neely. Jaff Neely, yeah. Tim Brimmel, Jake Herman, Jake Herman, yeah. Rich, Rich Cars there. Um, Scott. Scott's playing. Um, Dan Ibbles. Yep, Dan Ibbles. Um, <laughs> so it's fun to say his name like that Dan together, Dan Ibbles. Uh, there's someone else I'm forgetting now, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. Is, is um, Dylan playing or was he just bored? Uh, Dylan played mixed, I think. Oh, no, no, no. I think he. Nish. I think he played men's Nash. I don't know. Nash. Nash. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dylan played. That's I think I'm Spike there maybe. So oh, yeah, Spike, Spike, Spike definitely played. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but what what's even funnier is given how different the Welsh team is from there. When I then saw the Malaysians again in 2018. No, yeah, 2018 in the World Cup. Yeah, in New, New York. York. They they were unchanged. <laughs> like it was amazing to see the transformation of those two <laughs> sides in, in two and a bit years. Um, could have been any polar opposite, but um, yeah, they're the two games people should go and check out. You can find them all on YouTube. Wales, Czech Republic, Italy, 2018, and Wales, Malaysia, sure, 2016. 2016 Worlds. If you're oh, particularly uh-huh. Welsh and patriotic, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually like Welsh people, do not watch these matches. Well, if you like good dodgeball that is got a slight hint of controversy to it, but also fascinating, yeah, absolutely. I like watching Catherine making stressful decisions. Um, Join our wedding planning. <laughs> <laughs> now available on Discord. We really have regressed from Women's <laughs> One League. Oh, uh, yes. Because I said about high-scoring games. The reason I said that is because I remember refing a game between Storm and Derby in Mixed League, and I think the final score was 28-18 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely unreal. That's wall-to-wall for you. Mm. Wall to, well, wall-to-wall, the two trading teams. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. White Tigers having another dominant... Yes. They did the two wins. Yeah, well, important for them. To, important for them to do so after um, coming a little, coming up, coming up short against um, Mavericks and Wessex mm. last time out. Which I mean, like the Wessex, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of um, forgive that. But the Hartlepool game was potentially one that um, caught the eye a little bit. So good for them to get back, get back to winning ways and um, get back up to third. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, albeit only ahead of Hartlepool on set difference, and only ahead of Derby by one point. It's potentially the least worst option for both Leeds and Wessex to have drawn in a weird way. A kind of mutual benefit. They, yeah, because they, they're keeping White Tigers behind, aren't they? Because neither of them has conceded a loss. Yes. Yeah. There's um the fact that they're still like two, they can't be like they can still afford a mistake type thing um and they know that they've got their most difficult fixture out the out the out the door but um in in addition so derby derby seconds next meets is against mavericks and white tigers so that's Mm. fifth playing fourth and third um so you can imagine that um you know if derby get a result out of either of those games then they're going to allows Wessex and Leeds to kind of widen the gap, widen the mutual gap at the top. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hadn't quite clocked how evenly matched Wessex and Leeds are when it's only one extra set four that's keeping Leeds on top. Yeah. Yeah, and so of course yeah. we've got this round and then it's halfway, isn't it? So with... Yar. 
because I'm just looking. So our girls are currently sitting last, but they have got Canterbury this time round. And then it can't be long until they go back up against... Uh, yeah, before we sort of get back to the, well, no, get back the, to the start actually, again. Well, no, bees will be back towards the end, won't they? Because they were all... Yeah. So, so for us, yeah, so this is where... So everyone, I think everyone's... One of everyone's games next meet, they will play again the meet, the after. meet after. So yeah. for, for our twos, they play Norwich back-to-back. Back. Yeah, um, which would be interesting. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, so it's a crunch, a bit of a crunch period for White Tigers in particular. Um, so after they play Honeys, which um, you know you'd probably back them to, you probably back them to win. They play Derby, then Leeds, then Derby again as they're kind of three fixtures on the bounce. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a real test of their muscle about whether they can actually keep pace with the top two. Yeah, because it is, <clears throat> again, it's such fine margins towards the bottom of the table, particularly, isn't it? Because our girls on one point, which is a draw against Leamington Spartans, who are three places above them. Mm. And to lose by one set to Honeybees, we'll see how the country match goes. But that win would automatically put them eighth, depending on what Crocs do with their second match, which is Leeds. So mm. money's smart money's that'd on be, leads yeah, for that one. That would be quite something if the country gets something out of that one. Yeah, so yeah, I think you have got so Derby I'm impressed to see Hartlepool um keeping up with the eight points with White Tigers. Mm. And then Phantom's only one point behind that. And then so you've got the top of the lead between eleven and seven, and the bottom of the lead between five and one. So it's um yeah, it is sort of two two mini-leagues, especially once you get to the halfway point, I think, and all those bottom teams have played each other. I mean, it's, you say you say two mini-leagues, the difference between the two mini-leagues is two points. It's not mm. like there's a... It's, it's not like a... ten super small leagues. <laughs> <sighs> That's always the worst descriptor I've heard of a league since Jordan that one time. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, the way it works is you obviously got your first and your second. <laughs> I would like Technically, to... not wrong. I'm, I think I'm consistently worse than Jordan, but Jordan's worst is worse than my worst. Worst. Oh boy. There's a clear <laughs> divide on the table. That's here, not going to be the episode title. <laughs> Jordan's worst is worse than my worst is worse. worst. Oh. Uh, yeah, but it is, again, and it is very exciting to think. So this is the first time we've had two 10-team women's league this season. I'm sure I'm correct to say that. Correct, yes. So there's always been the question of what actually happens if you come bottom of women's league one. But then the way things are going at the minute, the growth is just ridiculous. So whether actually we'll be seeing a women's league two mm. next season and what that it, would mean, it's, it, all, it's yeah. all interesting to consider. Or whether they do something similar to what's happened in the men's men's three league going from a 10 league 10 team league to an 18 league yes. whether it actually means that you know there might be yeah whether the two whether you kind of get two teams getting relegated pseudo relegated almost to women's two league if there is one and then that's get you don't then one league becomes an 18 league and then you yes. have you, you depending on how many extra teams you get in you might be able to build almost an entirely new league below it but I yeah, I mean, see a question for another time. 
Yeah, I mean, in a similar, we haven't like the growth looks promising. Like we haven't seen there being many instances where teams are going out with four or five players, which I think some of the men's leagues have been guilty of in the past. And yeah. um, so that's always that's always a worry, particularly for teams like Spartans who have grown to a second women's team for the first time about whether they can get that um, reliable influx of players. Mm. Um, yeah, and I mean, whether they're, whether they're um, growing clubs in the men's side that might elect to like put out more of a women's focus, whether Coventry might start, putting out, start looking at a women's side of the game, that kind of stuff was... Yeah, um, yeah. Women's dodgeball is going places. And it's mostly Always. St George's Park. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, well, weren't we wrong about women's league super? Copy <laughs> and paste from every podcast of the last eighteen months. <laughs> oh look, another thing. What did I get wrong this time? Um, I didn't get anything right about women's super. To be really honest. Um. Oh, all sorts, all sorts went down. I remember the um, the Derby Spartans game was um, yeah, la- was yeah, last game of the day drama right to the very end of the entire day is the yep. final, mm. the final, the final court running and yeah, that one was um, a very good choice to put that one in front of the cameras because um, I'm not sure I could have bared to watch our Storm Two game back. No, I shan't be doing that. Oh, that is one of the most stressful second halves of my entire life. Um, but all credit to the Storm 2 girls, as I said to them afterwards, like they played phenomenally. Mm. And um, yeah, I've never blocked blocked a ball so hard in my entire life. I want to associate you with stressful dodgeballs. Maybe <laughs> like, <laughs> consider finding a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. Like, if Catherine's near the court, the game could get tense, is what, yeah. I, is what I'm learning I mean, from tonight. <laughs> no, I think that was... Um, there's been a quite a lot of movement of players around in Women's Super League um, at the moment. So we were looking to have Emily sort of back, I guess, for the first time. And I, th- I think as well, um, it's as much as I, like, oh, she's a really close mate of mine. It's amazing to have her back. I certainly massively underestimated what it's like to just have someone new, like in the team again. And the fact that you do still need to settle people in, even if they're brilliant. And things are being a little bit different. And I think we... so. We had a close first half against Derby and then just sort of ran out of answers for the second half and they really most away from it. We had a fairly definitive sec- first half against Storm and then just, again, kind of lost the plot slightly. And they, to be fair, really, really brought it back to us. And then, yeah, to, to have to hold it out literally to draw the final set to secure the win uh, was... I mean, it's not the way anyone wants to win a match, is it? Like, you don't... Don't want to have to play uh, to shut it yeah, down. Yeah, no, game. no less important though. Those kind of grinding out wins. Probably a case in point. The game prior to that of Bedford Eagles, well, a yeah, one set win Queens. over Queens, which particularly after Queens' first game, um, which I was, I wasn't commentating. I was operating on the live streams. I was watching it sort of fairly intently. Was yeah, a pretty, pretty, pretty statement win from. Spartans um, and yeah they looked they looked a cut above Queens but Queens certainly found another gear against Bedford Eagles later in the day um, yeah big day yeah. for Bedford Eagles yeah uh, they um, needed to bounce back didn't they mm. yes because they had a bit of a torrid I believe that was it two losses that 
time before. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah um, uh, against Valkyries and Spartans. Which, so it was yeah. important for for Bedford uh, Eagles to to bounce back and bounce back. They did with mm. two more wins to keep that getting yeah. very close and a, and a big and then sort of the probably you'd expected the reverse of these results. So. 14-6 Eagles against Storm and then as you say 11-9 against Queen Bees which on current form you might have expected those to be the other way around so mm. I think Storm will certainly be feeling a bit bruised after that one but then they came back arguably for the more important match and um, put 15-7 past Bedford Rangers which I think Rangers will be disappointed about they've been really really good this year and um, yeah, think- and they also secured I can at this point kind of the vital win against Raptors with all due respect to the ladies over there in that I think, unfortunately, especially those of us who've been in this league for a little while, you've basically got to pick the two teams you definitely have to beat and you need to get those scores on the doors. Well, if, Rangers, if Rangers don't win that, then they will. They would have been on four points Yeah. alongside Queen Bees, us, and then Raptors if they'd won that game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, important for the general definition of the bottom of the table for Rangers to Rangers to have won that game. Like I think um Raptors will feel fairly um yeah, I think that the the fact that they're only I say only one you know, one good win away from climbing out of the relegation zone with a game against Storm Two to follow next week. Yeah. Um or whenever you listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, is yeah that that's a that's a that's a very big big game at the bottom of the table because um, I think I'll be amazed if they get anything out of the Bedford Eagles game, but you know this you league know. doesn't follow any kind of script. Derby Phantoms versus Bedford Rangers as a as a next meet is mm. a, is an intriguing game. Loud. Yeah, it'll be like the two probably best supported teams in the league, maybe yeah. outside of Storm as well. You'd argue, but. You know, Derby a very powerful throwing team, but then I'd say Rangers' biggest strength is their dodging and catching. Yeah. So again, I know it's some guy bang on about, but styles, isn't it? And that's mm. that makes mm. an intriguing style. That could go very heavily one way, or that could be exceptionally close. Yeah. Um, which which would be very interesting. Well, I mean, I said. We, yeah, we we saw it last season between Rangers and Spartans when yeah um, yeah to go to the last set didn't well, they? Yep. when Rangers when basically yeah. Rangers couldn't hit. Well, Spartans couldn't hit Rangers for, for love nor money when they drew, like the penultimate. Was it Spartans, not Storm? I thought it was Storm. Oh no, Storm had that day against Wessex, which was similar, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I'm thinking that. Sorry, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that that um, the reason that came to mind is because that fixture is happening again. That's <laughs> that's the twelve thirty. Um, so yeah, uh, a fairly. Um, yeah, no, no respite for Rangers. They've got two fairly, fairly pacey, fast, aggressive teams in Derby and Spartans. It's a big week for Valkyries, Spartans and Storm. Oh yeah, and quite Storm one, sorry. Um, mm. That that because Valkyries currently sit third, is it? Yeah, well, level one, level one with Spartans, level with Spartans, and one point behind Derby. Yeah, um, and also a point ahead. Is it one or two points ahead of Bedford Eagles? Sorry, uh, two, two, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So they're two ahead. So they'll want to maintain their grip on third with mm. an eye to seeing if... Because uh, if they beat Spartans, then they could quite easily go ahead of them that week, um, potentially. So that's that's a big week for that third spot. There could be three mm. or four different possibilities to who sits in third by the end of... Well, by Monday. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, with 
with Spartans and Valkyries playing each other, it, it poses a very good opportunity for Derby to extend or um, put a bit of a different bit of distance between them and the, rem- the remaining chasing pack. Because if Derby get a win against Rangers and Queens, which again um, on paper probably um, equally on paper would have I expected Queens to be one set within the Eagles, probably not. Um, so like none of these games can be can be taken lightly. Um, but yeah, so if, if Derby come in and do the business, then they know they'll stay. They know they'll stay top, and that things can only get better for them with Spartans and Valkyries playing each other. Could be a big, could be a big meet for them. Probably on the other side of the coin, you got uh, <laughs> the other side of side of the coin. Storm two play Queens and Raptors. So, yeah, so it's a it's a really big week for them, as you say. Suddenly, so it's us and Queens both on four and stuck. Stafford on two and Storm on zero in terms of in the league so far. Yeah, Storm two get two wins. <laughs> Suddenly, mm. it's all looking a bit different, isn't it? And you've got Storm one. Okay. Yeah, we've got, we've Storm, got Storm, Storm one and Bedford. Okay. But we've got a new, got a new cheat sheet. It's going to be great. You have a new cheat sheet. What is that? Tactics in it. Is that a tactics one? That's very colourful. It's also in the Nando's scale. Isn't it just throw the balls and pray? So have you got like different like aggressive play style? <laughs> aggressive game. Right, we're mango and lime girls. Yeah. Well it's starting, it's just just mild, not even not even mango or lemon. Mango and lime's not a thing anymore, is it? No, they got rid of mango and lime, which upset me greatly. Yeah, so that's how, how frequently I've been to it's, a Nando's. It's good, it's good though. <laughs> I really like the, the one. I really like the Christmas one. It's the Christmas spice, one. Spice Clementine one. It's really good. Mm. Christmas go. Nando's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we all actually want. Yeah, we're doing actual tactics this time. I love Nando's. Yeah, I'm stay, here Stay tuned for the rest of the league where we <laughs> yeah. do actual <laughs> tactics. Sheriffs have fallen off a cliff in recent weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what as in having as in we have already done that or having attempted to instigate some tactics in all of a sudden anyway. yeah um, <clears throat> so uh, i mean like huge fairly huge derby being it's the first time derby's actually been top and at the start that's bad well, this season yeah potentially it's, it's, it's probably the first time it. they've had daylight i think yeah of like they might have been like Joint top, top. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's the first time they've not been joined. I know, I'd say daylight. It's one, it's one point. Yeah. Oh, if you scroll back on the fixtures for a sec, just go back to the, the start of the league. You can quickly kind of see, can't you? Like Derby. Won. Well, yeah, the statement, the statement win against Valkyries is a very um, good tone setter for the for the league for them. Where's their other game? Like Raptors. Today? Okay, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to look at the other like people. Ben. I think they were joined with Spartans, and, and then Bedford went ahead, didn't they? Uh, yeah. At one point. Yeah, I mean, like early early in the season, you can't really read too much in terms no. of your table position anyway, because yeah, that's that's not how it works. But yeah, no, this is where it starts getting yeah, starts separating the wheat from the chaff a little bit. Yeah, we're getting to that point now, aren't we? By the time we reconvene. Ahead of the January league meet, once again, mm. everything will look different. And we'll go yeah, there'll there. be there'll be a whole new set of crunch. Who do we think going to be the Christmas number one? 
in various <laughs> leagues who's going to have that title this year. I think in the women's, I think I'll back Derby to, uh, yeah. to stay think, top at yeah, Christmas. Think, yeah. Which is almost certainly because of death. But so <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have a shocking track record at Christmas. Well, yeah, I wish them all the best. <laughs> I think in the men's, I think Meteor's are top at the moment. Uh, only on set difference. On set difference. It's but I, but I'd also think they will stay top on set difference because I think they've got a nicer week of fixtures. Uh, so Meteor's got us and Derby. Yes. I think I think. It's... Well, um, actually, no. I'd, I'd like to... I, at first, I was going to say yes because of Rangers have dropped from where they were last year, but they've been they've basically swapped with Killers. Hmm. Yes. So last year, Rangers were start. Rangers were were neck and neck with Spartans and Meteors until about January yeah. time, yes. and and Killers were firmly in that mid-table kind of crunch with us. Um, those two have swapped roles, but then we've had a derby to that mid-table crunch instead. Whereas there was like a three and a four this year. It's a four and a three. Yeah. yeah. In the bottom half of the league, so. Cruncher. Mm. So I'd, I'd say it. They'd I'd probably yeah, I'd probably back on the Meteors. Front as, well. as much as I'd like to beat them, like, it's, I think. it's like logically as well. You know, you've got bees and Spartans playing each other. Exactly. So mm, you'd imagine. I don't imagine either. Ever I, I can't say them. either one of those sides. I, I wouldn't comfortably say they're going to come away with you know a ten point yeah. win, uh-huh. any point. Whereas our record against the top teams is set wise at, at, at least quite good. Um, mm. From there, so I don't, mm. I don't expect Meteors to exactly put like a thirty nil win past us. We each each time like. Last season as well, when we played... First game, we lost by two, didn't we? We lost by one set. Yeah. I think it was 12-10 in the end. Obviously, we've done it with Bees and Spartans this season. So, from there, so then mm. it's, it is, isn't it? And then it's, and who who can... What what does each team do against Derby, mm. basically? Um, but I think, given that Meteors already have that slight advantage, I think I don't think there's going to be a big swing either way. So, I'd probably say Meteors, top of Men's Super League at Christmas... Derby Phantoms top of winnings for me. Yeah. And will be it be Mariah? In a, in a week or so. Or what's his name? Lad Baby. Lad Baby is going for another one. He's got Martin What's It on his um, Who's Christmas Martin What's It? Martin's Money Tips. Martin Lewis? Martin Lewis. Wait, Martin Lewis sings? Well, does Lad Baby sing? Of all yes. the Martins you were going to go for, I think Martin Lewis is probably wasn't on my radar. He's very down. timely. As yeah, a cost true. of living crisis. <laughs> How does that help him you sing? You sound like you're 60 years old. <laughs> oh, that Martin Lewis is rather timely chap, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I follow him on Twitter that way. Just edit me out in time. <laughs> but I do get what you eat. It's, yeah. Because I think they're doing it for, um, like, because it's normally, it's for charity, isn't it, every year? Yeah. And I think this year it's, like, food and um, heating style stuff, like. Cost of living. Cost of living crisis. Stuff. Food and heating styles. <laughs> is, it, is it like heating the food up? And then yeah, like for cooks with microwaves. They're buying microwaves for everybody. <laughs> That's what's happening this year. reset, wasn't I just really like the point the fact that she had to put something out being like, no, no, I do know how to say microwave. I just made a joke. <laughs> and then everyone was like, oh. It's like two years ago. I was about to say, wasn't it, wasn't it added as word of the year? For, I think so. Or like, or certainly shortlisted. Do you see what word of the year this year was? It's something no. gremlin. G- goblin mode. Goblin mode. <laughs> yes, yes, it was goblin. Yes. I mean, I love that, but I'm not even sure like how I'd use that properly. It means. Like, I think it just means like, like just being like goblin mode. Basically, get on yeah. the sofa, yeah, yeah, blanket, yeah, and don't move. Oh, okay, did that yesterday. I got to the point where Amazon was like, "Are you still 
watching. <laughs> I was like, yes. yes. I watched a whole Don't season, judge me. Like a whole season of Man in the High Castle in one afternoon. Oh. oh, you know what you shouldn't do? Read the book. Don't read the book. Biggest disappointment of my entire life. Oh, oh, Man in the High Castle. Yes. I'm not bottom of, not bottom of that list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, see, we used to have this joke at home. Um, like, you know, when you used to have to write stories as a little kid. Right. And, like, obviously they're not very good because you're, like, six. Speak but, for yourself, but go on. <laughs> but, and there's always that thing of, like, you get into this massive sort of mess and then it's just like, oh, how'd you end it? And it's like, oh, and then they all went home for tea. Right, like, okay. And literally, I genuinely stayed up till, like, 3 a.m. on holiday because I was so gripped. And, like, it's not a very long book either. And got, to, like, the final three chapters and, like, genuinely wanted to put it through a window. How I was, like, watch the show? It? I've watched Do you know if it ends the same way? Because I'm wondering if I watch the final season. <laughs> no, it's already... I haven't watched all of the first season and it already had gone beyond like what's in the book. Oh, right, cool. So I think sounds... the book is very much like in the broad concept and a few characters and kind of run with it. A bit oh. like The Handmaid's Tale. Well, that sounds like Game of Thrones, if anyone's read those <laughs> books out there. Oh, boy, are those things vastly different. I'm still right. I'm still, still uh, watching House of the Dragon at the episode, like one episode every two weeks. How, how are you still... And now I've seen all the fair, memes, so I'm now it's happening. I'm still making my way through Andor, so. And I haven't finished Rings of Power. You're only watching that d- down. Ooh, I watched down. Wednesday, though. Isn't it amazing? I thought it was it's so good. As, as a massive Lord of the Rings fan, I've never been more excited for a TV show than I was Rings of Power. Yeah. It's awful. It's very slow. I can, I can deal with slow to a degree, but it's just... Yeah. I was getting like, oh there's too God. much going on. Like, I, I, you need to narrow down these like seven character strings we're following to like three important ones that I know I need to care about. Yeah, outside of the interactions between Elrond and Jorin, like that was all I was interested in yeah. by the end of it. That was fun. The rest of it was baloney. So baloney. Releasing Lego Wednesday. Have you seen what thing is? Oh, iconic. Literally just a Lego hat. Like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it had to be, didn't it? Brilliant, like <laughs> unless you do like you know, like you do like the Star Wars helmets when you get the giant, yeah, you, know, you get like a giant yeah. hat. Yeah, to but no, ball, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd kind of hope it was fantastic. Yeah, they say so. The outcome of the podcast: dodgeball remains dodgebally. No one knows what's going on. Watch Wednesday. Is that what we're what we're saying? And Pretty don't much. watch Rings of Power. And don't watch Rings of Power. And have a nice. And if you've already watched Christmas. Rings of Power, we apologise. <laughs> but good luck at the weekend. Good luck at the weekend. Stay injury free.